You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 332. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. So, uh, it's been a really busy week. Yes, it has. And we're getting ready to go out of town for a parents weekend, so... I say we just jump right in. But before we do, we just want to take a moment to remind everybody about the book club. Yes, it's coming up. Um, our second meeting is coming up on November 14th. And the book we are going to read for November is called Don't Forget to Write by Sarah Goodman Confino. And I am super excited about the fact that she is going to be joining us yeah. for this book club. Like, it's, it's, I just reached out to her. She was like, okay. Yeah, it's funny. We picked the book. And we did, it's not like she agreed and then we were like, like then we will pick your book it's like we we spun the wheel and picked the book and we we're like well i guess we could ask maybe yeah. we'll get lucky yeah and we got lucky we got lucky so so that's two for two let's see how long we can keep the streak alive yeah up next hugh howie <laughs> i want to do he, he <laughs> he's not a peloton person he is a peloton person why isn't he on our list tom why did you not tell me this? i said hugh howie if like when I, we were making the list when i said it in the book club meeting i was like hugh howie has a peloton oh well you didn't tell me to add it to the list oh but uh but yeah because he, he wrote wool yeah, which is so now good. Turned into the Silo series on on uh, Apple TV. Yeah, and like those books are like crazy good. They are crazy, crazy good. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's let's reach out to him. I'll, I have to find a contact, but I'm not opposed. In the meantime, though, let's let's read Sarah Sarah Confino's book, and I am really enjoying it. I read a bunch last night when I couldn't sleep, so <laughs> I am all caught up on chapters one through twenty one this week. They're tiny chapters; they go fast. Don't let that number. Scary. I'm on chapter eight. <laughs> well, you've only read for a few minutes. But I started two days before you. You're such a faster reader. Like I am not a fast reader. Like I, I have very good reading comprehension, but I read very slowly. Yeah, but, you remember it. Not yeah. only do you have good comprehension, you have good retention. Ask me in two months what this book was about. 
I I will have nothing. And, and it's not like, this book. It's any book. Yes. <laughs> you'll be like, we had her on the show. <laughs> so even wool. I know I loved it. Uh, one of my favorite books I've ever read. Tell me what it's about. Well, I can give you broad strokes details. Mm, that's going to be a toughie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So but anyway, we're, we're very excited that she's deigning to, so excited. to join us in the book club. So we would love to have you. You can uh, get all the information for that over in, at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out. This is available to all Commerce. There's no uh, even free members. We have free levels where you get things. This is one of the things you get. So don't feel like you have to give us money or join or sign up for anything or provide a credit card number. This is the free level. It's easy peasy. So come on over. We would love to have you. Yes. So uh, other than that, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, uh, we are going to talk about this brand new partnership that Peloton dropped today. Uh, we're going to talk about their expansion into Austria. What's going on in Canada? There's just... Things happening everywhere. Uh, and then we have a bunch of uh, content updates and new drops in the app. Not to mention, we have some instructor news and uh, we have a visit from Angelo. We're going to talk about healthy lunch tips for school. Uh, and we have some celebrity news, competitor news, and we have a couple past guest updates as well. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, I or sorry, YouTube Music. <laughs> That's my, right. My apologies, YouTube music. It's kind of like Riverport. We'll always be Riverport. Yes, which makes sense to only St. Louis people. I know. But, Let's uh, go with it. But yes. So uh, you can find us in any of those places. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. Super helpful. Greatly appreciated. You can find us on the aforementioned Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out, where you can, uh, if you sign up at the paid level, you can get these episodes ad free. If we get them early, you get them early. You also get bonus content. The episodes have gotten longer. We're trying to get them shorter. And so we have things that had to be clipped out. So you can sign up and get the bonus episode called the clipped out. Yeah. So those have been running like what, 25, 30 minutes of extra yeah. content. So, yeah. and you can also uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group and uh you can watch these on youtube youtube.com slash the clip out or sign up for our newsletter at the also big thanks to everyone that took the survey that we sent out yes we are currently digesting that information and figuring out uh things we might want to tweak moving forward but it was super helpful if you if people are like what survey you only got it if you were in Two places. One, our newsletter or two, the Facebook clip out group. Those are the yes. only two places that got it. So yeah. if you aren't in one of those, that's why you didn't see it. But we yes. had a ton of responses. Thank you. And we were super, super excited about we really all were. the information. It's very helpful. And also, uh, we talk about Patreon and a lot of that money goes for all the articles and stuff that we're constantly pumping out. Like we try to uh, give some sort of compensation to the writers and are they getting paid what they're worth? Not even close. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but we try to do something, just make it a little bit worth their while. I know it's it's a hobby for most, but we also don't want to just completely take advantage of exactly. people. So if you're wondering where that money goes, that's part of what it goes to fun. It At goes this point, just to be clear, it's all all going to that. Yeah, and it goes and it goes to fun things like these fancy mics so yes. we don't sound like we're talking into an iPhone and so her levels are the same as my levels and you're not just irritated and so and uh but if if you don't want to join that's perfectly fine but if you want to help the easiest cheapest thing you can do is just share an episode on uh on your social media feed to be like hey if you like Peloton like I do check this out that uh that goes a long way so um anyway there's all that let's uh Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. 
Peloton in the news. Peloton announced this week that they have partnered up with the NBA and the WNBA. Yeah, this is really neat. Uh, very similar to what we saw with the New York City or the New York Roadrunners Association. Right. Uh, so it's a multi-year deal and it's going to provide content that is game specific. So we're going to be seeing some more of that. It's going to be on the platform. And um, all free throws will now be taken while sitting on a Peloton. Another interesting thing is, though, that you're going to be seeing is that if you want to watch the games on your Peloton, you can. Oh, how about that? Yeah, it's uh, you can watch it through the entertainment beta. And so that presumably will be rolling out to everyone since it's going to be part of this deal. So if you have the beta, be looking for that because you will be able to log in and watch the game. I'm not sure if there's an extra cost. I don't know how that yeah, works. Yeah, I was wondering because I was like, I know sometimes those games have it's extra probably costs. probably in or... the article that we're in yeah. right now. If you want to, <laughs> if I want to scroll down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I was thinking that like sometimes there's there's blackout games that are blacked out in local markets, and so I'm like, I wonder if they'll if they'll still do that. It says the Peloton Entertainment Hub will allow users to stream live and on-demand NBA League Pass games. So presumably, you're going to have to have a League Pass to be able to. Oh, I see. So it's like you don't get free Netflix; you have to pay for Netflix. But if you have the League Pass, you can log in and got it. Yes. It's not like baked into your Peloton subscription. You can watch NBA games now. Yes, but also um, when I was talking about the classes, I think another cool part is that it's going to be co-branded fitness classes so it's going to be peloton members nba fans uh you're going to be seeing strength and conditioning basketball skills recovery nutrition mental wellness it's going to be a pro a um, there's going to be a mix of networking and exclusive programming to focus on health and wellness. So we at the clip out are thinking we're going to be seeing Allie Love, Jess Sims, Alex Toussaint. Uh, we're going to we think that's who's going to show up. And I'm sure there will be others. But, oh, for sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, some of them obviously already have affiliations with the NBA. So it would make total sense or WNBA. So yes. it would make total sense. Yes. So, uh very exciting. We all very exciting. And we know LeBron likes his tonal. <laughs> <laughs> we do know that. Yeah. <laughs> also announced this week, Peloton is expanding into Austria. Yeah, this is cool. It's cool because I didn't realize, you know, my lack of geography. <laughs> I did not realize that Austria is like right next to Germany. Yeah. But also German is the national language. Of Austria. Gotcha. Now, the reason that that is cool is that, in my opinion, that is cool because Peloton already has these German speaking instructors, right. all these German classes. What a great way to move into a new country, but also use what you're already producing and leverage that. And it's another partnership. So they are going to be selling their equipment through Amazon.com, but they're also going to be selling it through this sport. Sportige. I'm not exactly sure how to say that. We don't Um, speak German or Austrian, whatever that is. Correct. (laughs) But this is a huge sports equipment store in Europe. And you're going to be able to go in to the stores in Europe or the stores in Austria specifically. You will be able to try out the Peloton equipment while you were there. And you can order online. So it's kind of like a Dick Sporting Goods type of thing. I say, wouldn't it be great if Tige was German for Dick? (laughs) (laughs) 
it would actually <laughs> that would really make my day but oh, i uh, know that well okay what's that uh so what's that? i was just gonna think about things that make your day uh-huh and so uh-huh yeah. uh well at any rate i think this is a very very cool thing you know again i'm gonna say it again last week we talked about the fact that peloton has said hey you're gonna see us showing up in places you have never seen us before i think austria counts i think it counts yeah and another great partnership so i feel like they are knocking it out of the ballpark what's next peloton Ton, what you got? We uh, also had some insight, some educated guesses, hypotheses, if you will, about what Canadians can expect to pay as the row launches up north. Yes, some of our eagle-eyed uh, constituents to the north, they noticed that briefly, for a few moments, on the Peloton website, there was on the Peloton Canadian website. Right. There was a pricing and a buy now for the Peloton Row, and it was listed for $3,845 Canadian dollars. Canadian dollars. Yes. Uh, so um, that got us to thinking, one, is that is that the next market we're going to see the row in we think so because when you go to canada the canada site now it still says coming soon so okay. we expect to see that n- there next sure but the other interesting thing about it was we got to thinking about like how does the pricing look in all the different countries when you look at the actual uh exchange rate right like just try to do apples to apples yeah so in other words, three thousand eight hundred and forty-five Canadian dollars. What does that look like in U.S. dollars? Well, we found that in the U.K., the prices for all the equipment are the most expensive, uh, which I was kind of surprised at. And then I think it was Germany was the cheapest. So I could be wrong about that. I, I don't remember that. If you scroll down yet again, uh, there's a nice little spreadsheet here that Nikki put together. Helper B, Nikki. So, okay. Uh, across the board, we have UK. Then we have Germany and Australia and Canada is the cheapest when you're looking at U.S. dollars. Gotcha. Um, the other thing that we thought was interesting about this, that we do think that this price is a viable guess, is that currently uh, the tread is for sale in Canada and it is priced at $3,845 uh, Canadian dollars, which if they're following the same strategy they have in the U.S., the tread and the row will be the same price. Okay. So I think it's safe to assume that the row will likely launch at three thousand eight hundred forty five Canadian dollars. Okay. So which actually with the exchange rate makes it about a hundred dollars cheaper. Seventy five dollars. Yeah. Transparently, uh, we were told by some Canadians that's not the way it works, that it's like if you use it in U.S. dollars, I don't know. They were talking math that I still don't understand because if it's the exchange rate, why would you not pay for it? But something about if you use the U.S. dollar in Canada, it's still more expensive. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that can be a mess. Yes. Yes. But uh, anyway, if you're a Canadian way, that's what uh, you're probably looking at. Yep. Rose coming your way soon, one way or another. That's exciting. The app got two new updates this week. It did. Uh, well, and now I will say that the iPhone has had this update for a little bit, uh, but it recently rolled out to Android where I noticed that the recommendations have been shifting. So, for example, you open up your Peloton app in the morning and it will be like, would you like to do a morning meditation? 
how about a morning run? Like it's very specific to morning activities. And then uh, and it's starting to learn what you do. It will show if you typically take running classes in the morning, it's going to show running classes first versus in the evening. You're like, I look to see what my classes are going to be for the next day. Now it's saying, oh, it's almost bedtime. Would you like to do a sleep meditation? Oh, And those are showing up at the very top. So that I thought was really interesting that it's shifting and that has rolled out over to Android. So you're seeing it on both of those. The other interesting thing that just got added was music. This just rolled out as well. So now you can actually see all of the classes that you have hearted on the Peloton app, which is nice because then you can use it to like look and see like, oh, I already have this this song. Like you can easily look there and see what classes you've heard or what songs you've hearted. Yeah. It, I think they're going to do more with it. I suspect you're going to be able to do things like make your own playlists and things like that right in it. But right now, you can heart it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that time based one, if it's based on time or if like it will start to if, you, if your phone knows when you sleep, like if you work in third shift. Will it know? Like, that is that is a great question. Like, is it just based on morning, like, uh, night, yeah, a.m., like, oh, p.m.? Oh, it's 9 p.m. You're probably going to bed now. We're just playing the odds. Or if it's like, we see that you tend to go to bed at 9 o'clock, not 10 o'clock. So we'll suggest it now. Yeah, I did notice that when I open it at like any time after 7 p.m., it's showing me those. So right. it, I, I don't know. I'm curious what that looks like for folks in that do have those kind of shifts. I don't know. I, I would love to hear the answer to that question. I only know I have a pretty typical sleep schedule. Yeah. So you can now start a Peloton workout directly from your Wear OS watch face, which basically just means Samsung. Uh, that's okay. a Samsung watch. And I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> they've had the they've had the ability to be able to see the Peloton app. Uh, and it's had some upgrades recently, but the newest upgrade, you can actually, you can start the class directly from your watch, which is new for Samsung. Gotcha. It's like, it's getting a little bit better and a little bit better. So <laughs> slowly, but surely. Exactly. Don't rush into anything there, Samsung. <laughs> I don't know how much of that's Samsung versus Peloton. Yeah, Not sure. Fair. Yeah. And coming up after this, we're going to talk instructors in the news. We're going to let you know who's going to be the latest voice in the world of Monsters, Inc. So stick around. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. <laughs> I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. 
So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Instructors in the news. It was announced this week that Cody Rigsby will be joining Monsters at Work. Yes. If you are unfamiliar, it's a Disney Plus show that takes place in the world of Monsters Inc. slash Monsters University. Yes, and he will be joining for season two. Uh, so apparently this was supposed to come out in 2023, but it got delayed till 2024. Disney has not released the exact date, but they did release a whole bunch of the cast and Cody Rigsby popped up. How about that? That's I pretty cool. I think this is kind of fascinating in that it shows you how weird the world of streaming has gotten because I consider myself a Disney nerd. And you've never heard of this. I had no idea that Monsters, Inc. had a spinoff series. I didn't either. Absolutely no clue whatsoever. Yeah. And and so, like, when you sent this to me min, min, originally, and it was like, he's on Monsters at Work. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> You're like, and, like, season two of what? I've never heard of this. And we have Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Like, it never gets pushed in front of us. Nothing. I guess I guess we don't watch things like this yeah on disney plus like if you think about it we watch disney movies but not really on disney plus right because i own so many of exactly them. So many of them. yeah and so like it's it's yeah it's so it's it's just fascinating that like like that seems like a pretty would be a pretty big show that they would be screaming about from the mountaintops it's like the business model behind streaming makes no sense to me and my gut tells me it doesn't make sense to them either well i also Getting back to Cody, um, Heard of him. Uh, I wanted to kind of point out that there was a time not too long ago where he got on his Instagram and he was like, this is my first scripted thing I'm doing today. And we thought it might be the Barbie thing, right? right. But then when you looked, you were like, no, 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 it couldn't have been that because of timing, the timing and because work, yeah. he didn't get the part. Also um, and so now we think maybe it was Monsters at Work too, uh, And and that makes a lot more sense. It's timing wise. For so, sure. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was kind of fun to bring all the little pieces together yeah and now i want to check out season one well we've got it <laughs> we do <laughs> now we just have to remember when we actually sit down and watch tv we won't we won't no somebody send us a text yes Susie chan is joining the ranks of instructor authors 
Yes! <laughs> I am so excited! <laughs> the Running Adventures of Susie Chan can be found in hardcover June 6, 2024, at least in the UK. Uh, so I found out about this because one of our amazing listeners happened to be at her book she was at a literary event and uh, we actually talked about the fact, Tom, at the time you were like, well, does that mean she's going to be writing a book? Yeah. And, and she brought up during the, the, the her talk right. because it was about like women and like how awesome they are because she is definitely an awesome woman. I can't remember the name of the book for the literary event that she was at. But anyway, yes, she is. And yes, it's happening. And I'm already excited about it. I can't yeah, wait. I will say Amazon is bad about this in terms of like they've posted it on Amazon and like started a storefront for it. And they get out in front of release announcements all the time. Yeah. Like it's it. I'm, I'm surprised they don't have a better handle on it. But I remember a few years back when the monkeys put out their first new record in like 25 years and like the way we found out about it was someone just happened to be searching monkeys on amazon and it came up and and they were just like what is this i <laughs> and it says and it's got like a 2016 release date or whatever the year was and it, you know everybody was just really flummoxed that we're like a new monkeys record that's ridiculous <laughs> like that's not a thing and, and then it was and then it was so and and they've done it on a couple other things since that i'm aware of so i think it's funny that that's how it kind of well in discovered. this case Susie Chan announced it. Oh, That's okay. how I just told you about how it got announced. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think there'd be a picture or something? Yeah, well, I there. guess they probably haven't even designed one yeah, yet. Or I mean, more of a description like Peloton instructor Susie Chan, blah, blah, blah. Like you like for it, sure. it looks like a placeholder, it, what we're looking at. It does. Mariana Fernandez was featured in the Times of San Diego. I don't know if that's a fancy way to say the San Diego Times. I don't know. Or if it's actually a different outlet i'm gonna go with different outlet but regardless it's really cool because she got a whole feature about being the first spanish bilingual instructor for peloton that's really cool it is i just love her <laughs> she's like so sweet and lovely just a wonderful she just was wonderful person very nice very people magazine featured camilla ramon on silencing her inner tia toxica Yes. And I do know I've taken enough of her classes to know she calls that like your your inner critic, basically. Yeah. Uh, and that's what she always calls it. Uh, I think it means like toxic aunt. Yeah. Like, Tia means. Aunt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so she goes through and she tells her story and how how she silenced it and how she shares that with other people. So I think this is her first feature in people. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, I'm I'm not really good at remembering that stuff, but I don't seem to recall having seen her featured there before yeah so that's pretty exciting yeah good for her it is peloton celebrity sightings dj john michael had a fun post this week uh hanging out with billy porter he did yeah and it looked like some of the other instructors were there as well i yeah. see ross rayburn um and uh i'm not sure if this means that we are gonna be seeing a artist series i think that we might perhaps and for people unfamiliar billy porter uh originated the role of lola in kinky boots oh i did not know that yes that's uh his big claim to fame oh yeah he's just like in the news all the time uh and but they're saying he has a new album so i'm guessing 
we're going to see it featured in some way yeah. on Peloton platform. That that seems like that, especially with them posing in front of the logo with yeah. all the instructors. It's not just like they ran into them somewhere. The only other instructor I see there is Ross Rayburn. Gotcha. I just want to be clear. But, but they are in front of the big giant Peloton They are Peloton definitely logo. in front of, yeah. yes. I think this is actually the music team um, ah. that work, the portion of them that works in New York. Gotcha. Um, so... He also originally appeared on Star Search. He was in the he won a hundred thousand dollars and was in the same run that uh, Britney Spears was in. Huh. So there you go. Why do you know that? I don't know why I know things. Okay, but I do. Like how did I didn't even know Britney Spears was on Star Search? Like yeah. how is this in your brain? I don't know. <laughs> My brain's weird, man. You don't want any part of it. <laughs> Checking out the competition. Yahoo Finance writes about Form, which makes Climber. Well, no. Right? Form. No, they're a- they're acquiring Oh, they're Climber. acquiring Climber. Yes. This headline is, is stupid. Is so convoluted. And it's like three lines of text. It just goes on and on. Well, let me break it down for you. What okay, so form, if you remember, I was super, super skeptical skeptical about form from the beginning. Right. Because they tried to be a tonal knockoff, <laughs> but they made it sound like they were gonna be even better. Right. And then like their product never came to market they right basically well the tonal esquine i think never came to market the the mirror knockoff did right the mirror portion Which, did that's easy because you congrats you made a tv right yeah um so but now they're saying that they're going to look for sustainable growth by buying Climber, which is another machine that really never went anywhere. Right. Um, not to say that they haven't seen any success right. either company, yeah. for that matter, uh, because they have. Like, is Climber the one that Jay-Z was associated mm-hmm. with? Okay. Yeah. And uh, so it's literally just a climbing machine. Right. Yeah. I, again, I don't know why you'd want that, but it's just not my thing. It seems like... It would never be anyone's primary work piece of workout equipment. Yeah, like if, I could see using it occasionally. Yeah, but like, like why would you? It, it to me, it just it's not engaging. It's not fun. Like yeah, it's, like if if you if you had all the money in the world and you got this big giant gym and you've got a bike and you've got a tread and you've got a rope, oh, it's like oh, let's add this climber and the stairmaster. But yes. like to to like most people aren't in that position. They're probably buying one piece of exercise equipment, maybe two. And so for you to start your collection of equipment with a climbing machine seems odd. It does. But the larger point that I wanted to make was that their headline says they're trying to get sustainable growth by buying Climber because they want to avoid the mistakes of Peloton. Yeah. Uh, so, first of all, rude. Second of all, you're never in the position as right. Peloton. There are no mistakes for you to avoid because you're in a completely different world, right. uh, literally, because COVID happened. You guys couldn't even start your product until after COVID. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't even see you the, were a connected fitness company that couldn't even see growth during COVID. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, the other interesting thing is larger big picture. We're seeing the purchasing. We're seeing the contraction. Right. Uh, so, you know, Peloton and their Lulu partnership, Peloton making all these other partnerships. And now we're seeing this purchase. We will see more. This is we. This is just the beginning, in my opinion. Man, I hope Peloton, if, if it goes that direction, I hope Tonal ends up in the Peloton camp. If 
Definitely. If they get acquired. That is, that is, if, if that were to happen, that is where it needs to be. Yeah. Yes. That is the best place for it, for everybody involved. Yes. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Angelo. He has healthy lunch tips for your school day. So stick around. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube from MetPro, it's Angelo here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions while I try to screw it up. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. There it is. Finally. Just go with that Hashtag intro back. every time. <laughs> all right. Well, this is uh, another question from yet another teacher. Uh, Jane Schomburg would like some ideas for good, healthy lunches to pack to school for her, not her kids. <laughs> gotcha. No, Tom, she cannot steal the <laughs> students' lunch. I knew where he was going to go with that. that good, good call. Good call. <laughs> Just headed uh, off at the past. <laughs> so, Jane, uh, Absent of more details on what you're trying to accomplish, goals, where you've at, where you're at, where you've been, what you're currently doing, um, probably the best advice I can give just for a blanket healthy lunches is going to be a balanced lunch of whole foods, not processed foods. So think of the way your grandparents cooked. So I'd like to see on that plate some protein. So chicken, turkey, fish, there's lots of vegetarian protein options you can go with if you prefer that. You can go tofu, plant-based things, and lots of options. The point is the plate should have 20 30% protein on it. Then I want to see about half the plate, a slow digesting complex carbohydrate. So think brown rice, sweet potato, uh, squash, um, oatmeal, quinoa, anything along those lines, minimally processed. And then the rest of the plate should be actually just get another plate for this because I want you to have tons <laughs> of, you know what I'm going to say next, right? Veggies. veggies, lots of veggies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> people don't get enough fiber. They don't eat enough vegetables throughout the day. It's And the thing is, if you sit down to just the plate of vegetables, that can be a little rough and grating after a while. But when you have it in the course of a, of a balanced meal, you enjoy the veggies. Find the ones that you like. Not everyone likes the same vegetables, right? Tom loves all vegetables. He's yeah, never he's a vegetable. A, he's a vegetable connoisseur, I'm really. Borderline <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> No, you have to explain to everyone why that's so funny. <laughs> because I haven't eaten a fresh fruit or vegetable in probably 40 years. Yeah. The one time I've seen you do it, it came right back out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was almost covered in it. Like she had just said, I don't know. And you can't do that on television. <laughs> so, so when Angelo says eat vegetables, that's just where Tom drowns whatever he's eating in and, ragu. And ragu. <laughs> We, we, we found it was this was a compromise. This right. is not a strategy to live. No, this, this is a now, this is a Tom hey, specific. This is not a recommendation writ large. It's just it's how the you, best we can do it's, for Tom. It's how you tailor it to an eight year old boy on MetPro, which is what I am. <laughs> okay, so Jane, protein, slow digesting carbs, vegetables, and then get a small amount of fat. Now, you're going to get a little of fat. If you do an animal protein, you're going to get a little bit there. And if you put some seasonings or olive oil on your veggies, you're going to get a little bit there. If you're not getting any fats from any other source, add a tablespoon of oil 
or add a small piece of avocado, or you could get some nuts. There's lots of ways to get good fats, but that will completely round out your meal. And those are the type of meals that we recommend thousands of clients. There's, there's nothing magic about the, the secret sauce is really in the ratios. So if we were working together, Jane, what I would be saying is, okay, now what are your goals? Is it more energy? Are you trying to lose a few pounds? Are you trying to increase strength? What are your primary goals? And based on that, now we would look at your lunch and say, okay, we're going to increase the protein a little. We're going to decrease the carb a little. We're going to increase the vegetable. We're going to decrease the fat, et cetera, and play with those ratios. But in almost all cases, at least some of each macronutrient would still be present at such a critical meal, such as lunch, because that's fueling you for the biggest part of your day. Most people only go four to five hours between breakfast and lunch, but they'll go more like five to seven hours between lunch and dinner. Therefore, that lunch is really critical to be nutritious and have quality energy packed into it. Awesome. That's excellent. Well, if people would like uh, information like this tailor-made for their lifestyles or just uh, some quality time with Crystal, <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> they can find us at metro.co slash TCO. Awesome. Just hang out. Yeah. We'll just hang out all day. Totally. That's all <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Angela. Uh, thank you. Thanks, guys. Past guest update. So we had Scott Jenkins on a while back, and he has had quite the accomplishment. He has. So if you remember, whenever he was a guest, he was he was going to spend his summer slash fall doing ridiculously long races, right. 200 miles plus. He is an ultra marathoner. So he did the Tahoe 200 and the Bigfoot 200. But as of yesterday, October 17th, he finished the Moab 240. Just so you guys know, he is that makes him the first British person to complete the Triple Crown. And he finished fifth overall in the Triple Crown standings. Wow. 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 That's not nothing. That's not nothing. Yeah. Dude is amazing. And he was so much fun to he talk was. to. He was great. Yeah. This is just quite an accomplishment. And, uh, you know, he was doing this all to raise money, all to raise money. Yeah. And uh, so if you haven't gotten a chance to donate to the organization, I believe it was Smile something for the UK. Yeah. Uh, you should definitely do that. But either way, send a note to Scott and congratulate him. Huge ordeal. And while we're on past guest updates, Carrie Sokol. Uh, you might remember she's been on twice, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she has. And uh, she was what doing a marathon in every state and she kept going. And now she's on her way to 100 marathons, completed her 70th in Detroit and made the paper. Yeah. They put her right on the front page of the Detroit Free Press. Put like, her over their own logo. It's so cool. Uh, yeah. I saw Andrew Kovar had posted this and uh, I thought that was pretty neat. But she this particular course goes over the bridge into Canada and then comes back nah. into America. So it's a it, it covers two countries. Do you have to run with your passport in your pocket? I think that you do actually i i don't remember maybe you just show it on the front end like before you start they I, see it and yeah. it's like closed yeah but um either way congrats to carrie i mean i know that she's gonna hit this like and she's probably gonna do it like 
she's probably gonna do it next year (laughs) (laughs) she says she's looking to do all 100 by the time she turns 60 uh and she finished her 50 states by the time that she turned 50 gotcha pretty cool well done so impressed with carrie always peloton artist collaboration the latest artist series spotlights craig david yes and craig is a british um artist okay um now i don't know very much about him but i did see that somebody uh in the group had listened to him quite a bit like in the 2000s he had a big hit that they really really loved Ah. so apparently he was very big in the uk okay new content the halloween challenge is upon us It is. Well, and it's the first time we've ever had a challenge. So Ah. this particular year, although we've had lots and lots of Halloween classes that we look upon with love, this year we get a Halloween challenge and you get a brand new badge if you take three, five or ten classes. It starts today, the 18th. So by the time you hear this, it's already going to be going. So you got to get to it and you got to finish them up. Uh, actually, it doesn't say when you need to finish on this particular uh, page, but I know I think it's by the end of the month. That makes sense. In the article, we also take a look back at our favorite Halloween classes as well. And we have a bunch of classes that are coming up that are brand new to the schedule on the 29th. So lots and lots of Halloween classes to look forward to. Make sure you hit those favorites before they're gone. Also, Peloton uh, announced or dropped two new split training classes. Yes. And uh, we were right a couple weeks ago. We had heard that Rebecca was going to be doing the five day split. And yes, she is. So Andy's doing the three day and Rebecca's doing the five day. So if you are following along with those split programs, this is great. You've got two to choose from. It is Black History Month. Don't be confused, Americans. It's Black History Month in the UK. It sure is. We were very uh flummoxed by this the first time we saw it yeah <laughs> we were just like what yeah what the, how is it but it's not february it's just like canada is celebrating uh thanksgiving this month like what yeah, i always have or, to do or mother's day in march yes I think they do. well that's yeah. the uk i was and this is the uk but i was saying canada celebrates. Oh, can- yeah, yeah for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah the uk instructors they had several rides and month uh runs that are lined up for this this particular month and you can take those i think they're There's one with uh, Cliff and one with Bradley Rose. And of course, they will all be celebrating the UK Black History Month as well. And there were other classes, too. (laughs) That was just a couple. (laughs) They did more than two. They did. Don't get mad. So it is time now for the TCO Top 5, where we we let you chime in with what you think were the best classes to do this week. And so here we go. Okay, so the best the most favoritist run <laughs> this week came from actually 2022. This was November of 2022. It was a 45 minute run with Adrian Williams and Joanne Bradley Murphy says that she's taken this class so many times. The playlist, Adrian's energy and the runners in the studio are all outstanding. She adds it to the middle of a long run when she knows her energy is going to start going downhill. Very smart. Uh, then favorite Peloton artist series ride. That would be the one from October 9th, 30 minute FIDE ride. I'm just going with FIDE. Sure. Uh, why that, not? That Camilla Ramon did. And this is the one we talked about last week where uh, they gave away a green bike that yes. matched his signature color. And Michael Davern said it was his favorite class of the week. He said, oh, my God, what a hoot. Lots of Spanish, but lots of English as well. 
only, quote unquote, 20,000 writers have taken it so far. It should be more. So many firsts. Uh, Fide teach taught some of the class, the green bike, lots of studio production value. He was singing and writing at the same time. Lots of fun. And he had never heard of his music. So there is a great recommendation. Just because you haven't heard the music doesn't mean you won't enjoy it. Don't let it scare you. Let it free you. <laughs> and then we have the favorite Peloton meditation of the week. This one comes from uh, Kira Michelle on October 10th. Mia Batol is an early adopter of Peloton's new meditation format. She tried one of the walking meditation and she liked it so much. She listed it as her favorite class. Uh, it The walking, the witness walking meditation was perfect. It was a 20 minute one. She literally felt the stress fall off. That's awesome. Then we have an even more serious one. Uh, this one comes from Jen Sherman. This was taken on 1013 of 23. It was a 45 minute class. Uh, we had tons of people suggest this class. So everybody was moved by it. It was a very serious class. You know, it is in the so whenever the the everything started with Israel and the attack on Israel, Jen Sherman did this class and she was just visibly shaken sure. throughout the class. Uh, she really struggled with her feelings, but as as always, as always Jen does, she led the class with strength and grace. And Ronnie Joy Parker described the class as so moving and comforting as well. Sherry Rosenberg said she got a good cry from both of Jen's weekend's classes. And Beverly Lynn said that Jen had her head down most of the ride. I could tell she was crying and fighting through legit and understandable emotions. And then finally, we have the unstackable ride. This one was also from Jen Sherman on the 15th. This was the cover to cover ride. Uh, and this one is this was recommended by Michael Davern. Uh, he said that in addition to it being emotionally moving, it should go on the unstackable list as well. His legs were still wobbly <laughs> a day later. So uh, our hearts go out to everybody out there reeling from yeah. all of the awful news and to all of those struggling with Jen. Yeah, it's always difficult to know what to say because it feels so hollow. But it does. Like, yeah. I wish I could do something. The world sucks. Yeah. In case you missed it. It's an in case you missed it sweeper. And really, it's an in case Tom missed it. <laughs> well, these were super, super late ads. Yeah. Tom. I will. So. I will. I will vouch for you. Woo. <laughs> so uh the first one is weekly row studio classes starting november 10th yes yeah, so we've we've had a couple of row classes where people could join here and there but now we are going to start seeing them on the schedule every friday saturday and sunday at 10 30 a.m eastern that will begin on november 10th and the booking starts tomorrow so by the time you hear this it will have already started booking which means you're going to be able to do that every week on a rotating basis gotcha. so that's really cool and then also uh we have Peloton appoints Catherine Carter to head up its Australian business. Yes. And uh, so it's important to note that the woman who was heading up the Australian business, she is now was eaten by a crocodile. No. Oh, she is actually in charge of the UK business. Oh, that's that's better. <laughs> it's better. I was just trying to think of something Australian. Yeah. She was uh, left to join Little River Band. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I just she said what was, happened. She was placed on the Barbie. I already told you what happened. Oh, she is opening a boutique Vegemite business. No. Oh, what is she doing? She's heading up the UK business. Oh, you should have said that. I did. Oh, 
<laughs> I don't know why you were talking about all the Vegemite stuff then. I don't either. Yeah. It's a mystery. She's starting a Yahoo serious tribute band. Okay, I got to eat. We got to wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will put a shrimp on the Barbie for you. Okay, thank you. Peloton birthdays. And finally, we have two birthdays this week coming up on October 24th. It is Matt Wilpers. This is where Crystal says happy birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. And on October 25th, it's Emma Lovewell. Funny note about that. Uh, I guess some friends took Matt out. It might have been some work friends. I can't remember, but they right. took him out last week. And so the tipsters were like, is it Matt's birthday and we're not covering it? And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, think they're, I think it's an early <laughs> celebration. <laughs> uh, and happy birthday, Emma Lovewell. <laughs> back to back. That's Sydney's birthday. So yes, it is. Emma and Sydney share a birthday. <laughs> So coming up after this, we're going to talk to Anna Roisman. She's a comedian, a writer, a social media influencer, and she has a new show coming out, a new audio fiction narrative podcast. Yeah, you're I'm gonna, fascinated by this absolute, uh, thing. <laughs> absolutely. So you're going to want to uh, check that out. So stick around. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Anna Roisman. She is a comedian, host, writer, actress, and content creator in New York City. That's the big city to us. It is a big city. Yeah. Where? What city are you in? St. Louis, <laughs> Missouri. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? That sounds like a big city to me. Yeah. Well, oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> You're sweet. Yes. Sorry, I cut you off. Our city is like the size, is like what, half the size of one of your boroughs. Yeah. Our wow. city has actual burrows like small donkeys just <laughs> roaming the streets that's what we I have believe it i don't know that i've ever been maybe yeah. i have such flights there right you have a big airport i'm sure we used to yeah it, we used a... to be the hub for twa and so we had she doesn't great even know flights. what twa is honey no i do do you really we have the chic twa uh hotel Ooh. at jfk i don't know if you've Oh, when the... they took it, looks like it's been frozen in time. Yeah, it one. does. Yeah, yes. the red so carpet. Cool. It's like very retro, and people go there for like staycations, which I've never understood. It's expensive. Yeah. And you like, literally, they're like, you want to do like a staycation at the airport? And they go and they stay there. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> But, Maybe yeah. they just really Auntie Anne's pretzels. Hey, that Maybe. could be. That could be. I do. <laughs> they are amazing. They are. Oh, amazing. anyway, I was in the building and enter. Here we go. Yeah, uh, I'm she's, so sorry. She, that's okay. We're talking about you. So I love it. If yeah, you can shut up, we talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> she is a regular comedian slash talking head on BuzzFeed series. Did you see this? And that literally this. That happened. Ended. What's that? I said you don't have to read all of this. That ended. Those are old. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, here, let's do the last part. Yeah, you your work has been featured in the New York Times, the LA Times, the Huffington Post, Vulture, BuzzFeed, Funny or Die, Adweek, People, MTV, Comedy Central, College Humor, Elite Daily, and most impressively, more. <laughs> more. More. <laughs> And now she's slumming it here. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Thank you so much. Every time someone reads my bio out loud, I want to just go delete it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is embarrassing. And this is what happens when people look at it. So I should probably just say something else, something more fun. <laughs> Thank you guys for bringing me on the show. This is great. Well, thank you for being here. But it's always weird. Like when you try to write the funny bio, right? right? Mm -hmm. Like it's funny the first time you read it. And then the 500th time. You, you can't tell if it's, it's funny anymore. It's not, You're you, like, yeah, yeah. What was? I would say my bio was funnier before I was just so successful. Now it's business only. That's the yeah. <laughs> Take totally all kidding. the fun out of it. <laughs> it's the price oh. you pay 
for internet yeah. fame. <laughs> I am curious personally about the Peloton side of things. I want to jump into that. I want to find out when you got your Peloton. Like, how did you decide this was the workout platform for you? Okay. I bet you've had other guests on who've said this, but pre-pandemic, pre-2020, I was a soul cycler. Okay. I am a soul cycle girl through and through. And I only fell into the glamour of soul cycle because long ago I had a day job and they paid for, they gave you like a stipend for any exercise and workout oh. stuff. And some people joined Equinox and some people bought a bicycle. Like you could really do whatever you want with it. And so I went to soul cycle and I was like, this is amazing. I love it. And then when I lost that job, I was like, this is expensive as hell. I can't afford to go to SoulCycle four days a week. Huh? But I, I made friends with some instructors. I found my way in. I got, I would, I hosted a game show for many years. I would give him one of my favorite instructors free extra lives in my game show. And he would give me free SoulCycle. <laughs> and I was always a guest on his list. And it was amazing because kept me in shape and everything. And then we were all locked down, right? In COVID. And my boyfriend and I, we lived in a one bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. And so we were like, I was doing workouts on my TV as everyone was doing. I was trying to do something. And I really wanted the soul cycle bike. And I pushed so hard. And I was like, the at home bike, it's all I know. I don't know <laughs> anything else. I had done flywheel a couple times. And I was like, I hated the numbers. I hated the scoreboards. I hated the counting. I was like, I can't. I'm like a hippie. I want to light a candle, make a wish, and listen to <laughs> classic rock. You know what I mean? Like, that was what I needed. Okay. And somehow he convinced me to get a Peloton. And I resisted it at first. Ooh. I was like, it's just not me. It's just they have, there's so much going on on the screen and this and that. And I... I was like a brat who got a beautiful brand new Peloton bike. I guess we got it in, I want to say January. I don't remember when we got it. It was probably end of 2020. I think we ordered it in November, got it two months later in January, 2021, probably. Yeah. And I hated it at first because I was just like, <laughs> but I'd ride it. So I started riding it and I rode every single day. And I didn't realize if you spin every single day, my legs would not fit in my jeans. Like they were just like <laughs> thick. And I was like, I got to do something else. <laughs> this is, and people are like, yeah, how many days have you ridden in a row? And I was like, I don't know, like 48 days in a row. Like I was like into it in, in terms of my own personal goals. You'll love this because I wouldn't look at, I swiped everything away. Okay. I was like, I will make this soul cycle. All I right. will <laughs> dance on the bike. I turned my lights out. I was going to say, did you light a candle? I turned the lights out. I lit a candle. Yeah. I really tried to emulate the whole vibe of soul cycle. And it's not. And fine. I don't know what happened. I guess two or three months in, once I stopped riding every day, I was like, all right, I'm allowed to do it three times a week, maybe get my body back to normal. I was like, I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was just like a spin master at that point. <laughs> I was like looking up auditions. I'm like, I could do this. I, could do this. <laughs> I still actually think I should be a Peloton instructor. Anyway, one day it just clicked for me. And I was like, you got to stop comparing it. It's a very different place to be. I'm so lucky to have this bike at home that I don't even think we've paid it off. It's in LA right now. I've been living in LA and my bike is there. So I'm without it right now, which oh, is really hard. Oh, yeah. that's so sad. <laughs> so anyway, that's the longest story. You were like, when did you get a bike? You wanted me to just be like January of 2021. I do SoulCycle still too, sometimes. 
comes when I feel rich enough to buy a class. But yeah. for the most part, I really enjoy Peloton. I found my people. I found the instructors I liked. I do other classes besides the bike now, too. So OK, I just pictured you walking by the bike the first couple of months glaring at it. it yeah, eye. I picture this growl every time yeah, right? you walk by it. But I go on it every day. I just was like, you know, you were you angry riding? Were you like angry? Yeah. I was like, this bike is heavy. We should have gotten the soul slave. No one dances. Like, there's no routine here. It was just, yeah. I'm it's- just curious if you can reveal what was the day job that offered you a stipend? <laughs> I worked for a venture capital firm. Ah, ah so they were shitting money and yeah. then they one they stopped shitting money and they just shit. No, I I was like on my way out and then I lost my job. They were very good to me, though. They gave me like I haven't had a knock on wood. I haven't had a survival job since then. And it's been since 2016. All done. That was when I worked there. I know. Yeah, they made me fall in love with spin because they gave me money to explore. (laughs) It it is really, though, funny how things like that can happen and then lead you to other things. This thing is not connected to a job, but it was. It was connected. That is fascinating. I'm also interested in the fact that you you still do Soul Cycle and you do Peloton. It's usually very, you don't hear a lot of people admit that they do mm-hmm. both. I don't know. Maybe they, there's more secret. If closet. I was your boyfriend, I'd be worried. <laughs> I'd, do, I'd be like, she's got the boyfriend now. He's day to day. It's going well. But every yeah. once in a while. She pops in. Every once in a while. It's because I love, I realized I really love spinning. And I'm without my bike right now. I brought my shoes because I know people with bikes. I'm like, is that weird if I knock on someone's door in New York and be like, hey, can I just ride today? But I do the other classes. I still feel like I'm a very big, Peloton's a big part of my life because I do love strength and yoga and whatever. But I, the bike, yeah, yeah. I sometimes I just, I need, I wake up, I'm like, I need to sweat today. And sometimes you need that pitch black room <laughs> blaring music at SoulCycle. <laughs> and it's still its own thing for me. I love it. That's good. I'm glad that yeah. you found a way to to bring everything well, if, together. If she still dances, you must be really good at clipping in and clipping out. Yeah, that's true. I am good. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good. <laughs> that's good. I honestly think that in another lifetime, I was a spin instructor. I, I'm like, I could do it. <laughs> have they been around long enough for you to have been, for one to have died and you to have been reincarnated? Like <laughs> Maybe. I'm, just, Maybe. I'm very young. I'm yeah. questioning the timeline. That's all. I auditioned <laughs> once for Soul Cycle. I should say. That. Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I think I'd do better at Peloton though, because do? I don't need to do the choreography. I could just be myself and be silly and get people to work out with me. But I did audition for Soul Cycle once a hundred years ago. It was so scary. I bet. <laughs> I bet. When you're trying to recreate your Soul Cycle experience. For old times, I don't do it anymore. I should say, I was gonna, I've I was grown. Say, for old times' sake, do you ever yeah. just send free lives to that old instructor? No. <laughs> <laughs> I danced on my bike today. Here's ten credits. <laughs> However, it works. No, unfortunately, no. HQ Trivia is the game show I host. It was live. I have a lot of live hosting experience. I could really do Peloton, you guys. I'm not even joking. <laughs> if you guys have an in. But no, it ended last year. So I have nothing to barter anymore. Oh. I make soups. I could give them a case of soup, a <laughs> container of soup or something. So I, I mean, have you looked into the audition process lately? Have you tried? For Peloton? Yeah. No, but I would love to. Yeah. Honestly, if they were like, here, we have an audition for you for Peloton, I'd show up tomorrow. <laughs> are, they, are they still? Do you, I you have would know better no than I would, idea. Are they? I have no idea. I haven't looked lately. 
lately. I have not heard on the grape through the grapevine that they are searching, but they do a lot of that. They do a lot of that through casting agents these days. They don't do that as much the way they used to. I do know that if if you ever see, I think that they like to go into gyms where people are already teaching and they like to see them in that environment. So if you see Cody Rigsby show up and you're, you happen to be in a class, you can bet that he's looking. Can he still show up? I would think yeah. that he couldn't. He could show up. He, he might get mobbed. Just, that's what I'm saying. Like, he can't really do that anymore. That's or true. maybe they're banking on the fact that the people are in the spin class don't know who he is because they've never touched a Peloton. That may be. Obstinate. Yeah. So yeah, he just goes to soul cycle classes and it's dark. So it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> he probably taught at soul at some point. That's he the only thing did. I don't have on my resume. I have not been a fitness instructor, but. <laughs> I'm good. I could charm my way in. <laughs> Look at these jeans my legs don't fit into anymore. Put that on your yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. And you said you do lots of other classes. You're not just you're not just a bike only kind of gal. You like to do all the different yeah. classes. It sounds like it took you... me a while to expand, but then yeah. I did. Do, yeah. do you gravitate toward a certain kind of instructor? Do they have a certain type of vibe that they're giving? I feel like I have different instructors for different things. I don't follow one person for one for everything. Actually, there's one person I do all of her classes on, and that's Team Robin. I'm a Robin girl through and through, although my boyfriend has turned against Robin. which <laughs> So now I only... I'm like, oh, no, is she not good anymore? Because he's like, I can't wear your headphones. I can't listen to her anymore. He like... <laughs> He's over her. <laughs> I'm just going to throw him under. But I still think her workouts are the best for me because she does so many different moves. Some of them do too many. They're nice and they're good, but they repeat. And I just, I'll get in my head and I won't do the workout. I'm okay. like, I need a full variety. So yeah, I do. I like Allie Love for bar. If I'm going to do bar, I like Cody. I ride with Rob and I ride with Leanne. Sometimes I ride with Alex Tucson or Tunde. I go through, it depends on my mood, right? I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what do I need today? If I need to like really sweat and feel like I've been challenged, Tunde for sure, because she's hard as hell. Especially the weights, man. We were just talking about that the other day. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Her, like a five minute arm session with her is ridiculous. Just five minutes. It'll just kill you. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But it's her and you look at her arms and you're like, I want to look like that. Absolutely. (laughs) Do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Her arms are definitely arm goals. They are. Absolutely. Have you ever taken a class live in the studio? Would that be a step too far for you? I'm curious. I've never done it. I don't even know how to do it. I feel like they like, I don't even know how to sign up. I think I looked once and it said it was, there weren't any like avail. there was nothing available. So I gave up. I have no idea how to even do it, but I would absolutely do it live in the studio. I think that'd be super fun. I'd ride in the studio. I don't know if I could handle like yoga. The the yoga studio is actually very chill because it's only six spots in there. And so you can get back in the corner if you're worried about it. Like you don't want to be on display, but most of the yoga mats aren't seen on the screen in the same way that like you are on the bike. So I feel like it's a lot less scary than it feels like it would be in that room yeah when I saw it I, was I like, love oh. Kira Michelle she's my girl oh she's my god I love yoga. her too I love her she's just there's something good energy soulful about her like old and soul. relatable yes. like she's very much I am you and we are all struggling <laughs> let's breathe I don't know <laughs> <laughs> she does do that I feel like yeah she's on my level in a way it's weird that's awesome 
tell us about your latest project that you're working on, Bad Influencer. I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I'm very excited it's about it. It's super fun. I'm so excited I got to be a part of it. I'm a very small part of it, I will say. But one of my best friends from camp, from growing up, who is my writing partner, we've written a bunch of pilots together, Gabby Conti. She is the writer of Bad Influencer, along with Jane Green, who's like a New York Times bestselling author. And they approached me. I do a lot of impressions and silly stuff online. And so they were like, do you want to voice some characters? So it was super fun. It's like a, a series. So you can l- literally just binge it. And they're very digestible episodes. They're like 15, 20 minutes. There's nine episodes. Yeah, put it on. It's, I think it's like an hour and a half or two hours like total, which is like nice. It's like a little audio movie. Yeah. Um, but it's cute. It, the, the story is about it's like basically 13 going on 30 meets big. This girl wakes up and she's a terrible influencer. All of a sudden there's like a whole scandal and she's in, involved in all these issues that influencers might run into and <laughs> they got really good people it was super fun we got to like record in a really nice studio in new york and i'm excited about it i'm happy that they included me and i hope it's successful i just came out this week cool it's interesting because i know it's funny when people started making they call them what the fictional podcasts yes. right yes and I, the first time they they announced that i heard one i was like congratulations you've invented old-time radio isn't that like, a radio play yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like the, people were like just gushing over like this brilliant concept and i'm like that's just what radio was right but like, i will say in the podcast world how refreshing to have something new and i mean i sure. i understand what you're saying totally yeah. Tom, no, no, but... i'm not down on it i was just like <laughs> yeah. when, when it first came out as a concept people were acting like they had just thought of it and that's because like, there's so many young people just like... <laughs> we also go through like cycles of everything like you think about the early days on youtube and stuff like there was a lot more like scripted stuff on youtube and then it became this whole like nope it's one person who's unboxing or t- selling right. you something or teaching you so and now it's like back to people are making like more artsy content on youtube it's so weird how we go through these patterns for and sure so it makes sense with podcasts because i feel like there's so many. Pick a niche now in the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we are, right? Yeah. Like it, when we first started, people were like, about Peloton? That's like, how stupid. How is that and a thing? Like, six years later. Like, <laughs> people right? love it. Yeah. People are addicted to it. There's the Facebook groups, right? Oh, I read yeah. all those things. When, when I, my bike was late, everyone was pissed <laughs> off. Yes. I was like, where's this Facebook group? I, <laughs> I want to yell at someone. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Tom. No, I was going to ask. So what goes into to making a fictional podcast? Like us, like we know the, how the sausage is made here. It's we sit down and we just talk. But obviously... Yeah. You're not doing that. Or is there an improv element? Is it all entirely scripted? Like, how does it work? I've done others where they let you improvise a little. This was scripted and we stuck to the scripts mostly. A lot of it is for time and mm-hmm. for if there's some a bigger company producing you, they've already approved of certain scripts and whatnot. I don't think I'm like, I don't think I improved on this. Maybe I did. Who knows what <laughs> they took? But it's more like casting a TV show on a smaller scale. They She wrote it with all these parts and there were people she had in mind. And to get big influencers, I know Dumois voices something who has a huge following and Perez Hilton is in it. All these big people, which is great because it's like not a time commitment that you would have to do for an actual tv show you go in and record for an hour like you would do any podcast but it's a lot more in the edit it's a little more finessed with the music cues and 
sound cues. So I think it's just if you literally took a TV show and take, take away the video, well, it's a lot like that. But it's was, fun to play with. I was wondering that because like whatever a TV show is filmed, or at least it, it appears to be that there's all this like waiting time for actors because they have to wait for scenes to be reset and things like that. And I was like, if you don't have to do that piece of it, is it pretty much just waiting for somebody to do their lines? Or are you guys reading them all at the same time? Or are you reading just your part? How does that work? Um, it, it changes. I feel like it, it's a lot like recording for animation. Sometimes you're alone. For this, it was really great. They got us in to do our scenes with the people in the scenes. So we got to oh, actually cool. like act with people on a microphone. That makes anything. such a difference. <laughs> in, yeah, in it's the, nice. In the vibe and the chemistry. Rather yeah, than just, and just having that energy to yeah. feed off of for sure. So that was really cool. I got to do the scenes with the people. We make some friends, but there's no downtime, which is great because they schedule you. You're in for two hours, you record and you're out and it's it's awesome. Sometimes things will change and they'll have to do pickups and whatnot, but it's pretty like, I don't want to say easy because it's not easy to create one of these, but <laughs> I'd say it's a lot easier than having a full crew that has to do video. It's less well, labor so. intensive. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So is it like, um, and you might not know the answer to this and that's okay. Is it, how do they do the sound effects? Is Do they have pre-made sound effects that somebody's just editing in? Or is it like, do they have a Foley artist like back in the day where if there's a horse, there's a guy there with coconuts clomping them on a table? I'd say it depends on your budget. I have no idea what they did for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, if they had it on budget where they have people opening doors and stuff, they probably use either sounds that you can buy on the you can buy from sound sure. libraries yeah. or I, I don't know. You did not free. see anybody with coconuts. In, I didn't. Okay, no. Okay. And honestly, I'm offended if there was fully and I didn't get to do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like toast a glass or something. I'm like, wait, I could have done that. <laughs> I want to make the slurping noise when we drink. <laughs> that will make you do. I think yeah. if that's in your scene, they'll make you slurp. Really? I've had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully the scene is about drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and I, you said that it started this week and it's like a 10 part series, nine, nine part. Nine. Yeah. So and you can listen to it whenever it's not timely or anything. If one day you're in a car, you're like, oh, I have an hour and a half drive. I think that'd be a great podcast to throw on. Because, Absolutely. You know. And they dropped all of them at the same time. So you can listen to it. You can binge them if you wanted, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's very cool. We're Neat. living in the, the era of binging. I think people enjoy that when it's all out for them at once. I agree. Whenever these platforms have started taking back when we were used to binging and yes. they started now yeah. they're like, oh, we're only going to give you one a week. What is this? 1978? Yeah. I, I want to binge. You taught me to binge. Ironically, those do better than the ones because <laughs> everyone's like waiting for it and then yeah. they'll all tune in. I know. So yeah. It's like the smaller, a lot of times the smaller platforms, although Disney Plus obviously is in smaller, but they it's it's a game to keep you there. They don't want you to I'll sign up for a month, watch all of this and and then I'm out. It's got to keep coming back. So my Netflix is killing me right now with Love is Blind. I'm like, "Don't make me wait a week." And <laughs> It's not so, fair. So we started watching Naked Attraction. Yeah, have you, have you ever seen it? Last night. You yeah. did? I watched one episode last night. I'm like scarred for life. And there are like six seasons Can you believe there's show. six seasons of this? There's six seasons? There's yes. six episodes? It, so it originally aired in on the BBC in Britain. And 
over the last six years. But I yeah, know. There's, there's how six, did we miss this? Well, there's six seasons, but in Britain, that means like five episodes. I don't know how they pull that off, but that's what yeah. they do. But but no, it's been on there for a long time. And I was reading an article about it the other day where people that aren't aware of it, it's like a dating show where the contestants are completely, and I can't stress enough, completely, completely. naked. <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about it this morning, how fascinating. We've watched two of them so far and how it's, there's so much nudity. But it's it's very clinical, right? Like it's oh, not yeah. a sexy. It feels like you're at the doctor. Yeah, it's yeah. not a sexy show. <laughs> like it's very, yeah. Like, but the part that weirds me out so much is when they're like, yeah. So what do you think of this appendage you're looking at right. here? And they're just like talking. The person can hear you. It's mortifying. <laughs> it's really weird. And some of them are like make, doing moves and like flexing and stuff. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable with it. It's not. It, yeah, it's not sexy at all. But I do love that they were like, let's just give them a date show where we cut out all the bullshit and here you want to see this person's body naked <laughs> yes or no like, that's it that's the whole show yeah. that's the whole show it's great yeah it's like it's really oddly fascinating it is so and, it just came like on max right that's why yeah. everyone's yeah. like freaking out right. about it because, because they can't air this in the u.s like it's been in britain for a while and i guess i read an article about it in the hollywood reporter i think that's and they what you said yeah and they were saying that that like People have wanted to make it make an American version, but they always want to water it down. They're like, but what if they wear bikini bottoms? And they're just like, no, this, this isn't SpongeBob. There's no bikini yeah. bottoms. And and so they wouldn't do it. And then Mac and then Max picked it up because they're just like, whatever. And and they're and they're saying that it's the one of the creators of the show was commenting that it's funny to watch because we're going through the same cycle that's already happened over there. Uh -huh. So over there, when people started freaking out at first, he was worried. Now he's like, they're, they'll watch it and then they'll see, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And yeah. then they'll get sucked in and he's, it, I'm not worried about it at all. Yeah. So. I'm so funny. fascinated by the choices that people make. I'm like, as a really? man, <laughs> as a boy, I really want to know what the temperature is. In the studio. <laughs> That's my pressing concern. I understand. That's yeah. so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, it's very important. Very free, freeing show. I it will is. say. It's, yeah, it is. And just the two we've watched so far, so far, people don't make the choices that you necessarily think they would. Like, right? We we all know what's traditionally what we're told is attractive, and so it's it has been interesting to see when people don't make what you think the decision that you think they would. Yeah, it's gives so funny. It gives is. us hope. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I guess we should switch back to Peloton okay. a little bit here. Naked I, Peloton. That would just be so uncomfortable. It. I did a TikTok like that. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, did. How uncomfortable was that? It just looks so uncomfortable. Was it uncomfortable? You know, I, it didn't, it, I didn't actually sit on the bike, but oh, I was okay. like, it was like, yeah, but I would, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I would try okay. and ride. <laughs> Whatever works. I'd. I just, That's our just, new show. Yeah, no, make it yeah. riding. <laughs> I feel like speaking of Cody, he could make a good show out of that. <laughs> That's what you call a frictional podcast. Oh, Thank I you. see what you did there. There you go. <laughs> but what is your leaderboard name? The Soup Queen. The Soup Queen. Is that yeah. and what's the, that from? 
I make a lot of soups and I had a series where I did 15 soup recipes and they're chaotic and all over the place, but I was calling myself the soup queen for a long time. And I did some like soup partnerships and whatever. And I love making soups. So I just like, when I got the bike, I was really in my soup era and I was like, I'm the soup queen. I didn't want to put my name. I don't know. I felt weird about putting my name, even though I'm like my name everywhere because I do content and I am a public person in terms of what I do for work. But I was like, nah, on Peloton, I'll be the soup queen. Ah. <laughs> hey, I, I, there's all kinds of different ways to go about it. But I love that you were really into soup in that moment. And that's what you yeah. went with. But you still love soup now. You just don't Absolutely. do a show about it. You okay. never stop no, loving I cook, soup, honey. I cook them. No, it's coming back, the soup queen, actually. Yeah, really? they're all going to be out soon on TikTok. I, I'm batch shooting now. But yeah, I've had a couple of months where I couldn't shoot. But now I'm back to it. That's I made a chili last night, which... Is a soup in my books. Oh, it's chili soup? I don't it, know what the... I, it's I, a really big... Contra- I don't know if we have time. This is a whole other oh, podcast. Oh, I, I opened yeah, a It's a really yeah. tough conversation, gotcha. actually. What about but stew? Stew soup? I would... Stew is a thicker soup. Okay. <laughs> I, I would call it a soup as well. To me, if you eat it out of a bowl, like... With a spoon. Yeah. It's so a soup. breakfast cereal is a soup? It's milk yeah. soup. <laughs> Oatmeal is a breakfast soup. Okay. It is, yeah. yeah. Not even arguing. I'm just... I'm, I I'm, will take this to my... Gra- yeah. I'm, here, <laughs> I know. I'm, He's here like, to I'm ask, learning something new. <laughs> I am here to ask the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> I love it. I totally derailed us from Peloton again. I'm like, I'm a soup queen. So <laughs> We do it all the time. It's, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you guys can friend me now. I don't have that many friends on Peloton. So yeah, yeah, get ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might now. Great. Hopefully. Bring it. Yeah. Bring it. So do you have any advice for people just now? now entering the world of Peloton? <sighs> Don't ride every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you or buy maternity jeans. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say try a bunch of different instructors. I think I did that in the beginning just to find your groove and who you like to ride with. For me, because I came from the soul cycle world, it was all about the music. So I really needed someone who plays good. I, I, I'll say I ride Jen Sherman probably more than anyone else because of her music. I think she just plays the best songs and I like riding to classic rock. <laughs> but I would also say embrace the other. You never know a type of exercise that you may have never done before. I I would say it's so fun. If you're a member of Peloton, try out the others. I didn't even, I didn't ever really do Pilates, mat Pilates. I'd done them in the studios before with all the machines. And when I need a chill day, I love the Peloton Pilates. I think they're just, I don't know, they balance me out. I like them. I just think it's cool. They offer so many different ones. So I say embrace all of the classes, even ones you're like, I don't do Pilates. I've never done that in my life. (laughs) Try it. Put on a 15 minute one. You never know. You already paid for it. Yeah, you paid for it. That's the other thing. And I guess, I don't know. I don't know if I have any other advice. Make it make sense for you. I think it's, you don't have to do anything anyone else is doing. It's your, it's your whole jam. Absolutely. And like you said about you swipe everything off the screen. Do you still to this day swipe everything off the screen? Everything. Actually, that's a lie. I keep the numbers at the bottom. So I know like how fast I need to go or whatnot. Okay. That took me a really long time to get used to, but then I, but I've never seen, I've never seen myself on a leaderboard. I've never watched. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I do at all. (laughs) My boyfriend checks and he's super competitive and he liked flywheel and he enjoys being on the leaderboard and he'll do it and get off the bike drenched and be like, (laughs) I was number three. And I'm like, Okay. And, he, and then he'll look at my scores and be like, ooh, rough day for you. Like, I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> oh we don't God. even ride the same instructors or same classes or anything. I just, 
You don't know but how needed... hard my bride was. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's so funny. That's what I was like. I was anti all of that. And I still enjoy it. And I don't even care. I don't even know where I am. I'm not in any hashtag groups either. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> okay, I'll send you a tutorial. Yes. <laughs> She's got all the things. So. I love hearing the shout out. I love when Robin's like, the wolf pack. And I'm like, who? where is the wolf pack? Get together in New York City and like... They all howl. Yeah. They go to the, they howl. No, I'm just kidding. Um, have you, you guys know, met the instructors? That was my question. For yeah, a bunch yeah. Of them, yeah. Not all of them, but a lot. Like the lion's share. We haven't gotten to meet the UK and German instructors mostly. Besides that, we've met just about all of them. Just about. Um, mm-hmm. And the, I really like going to the studio. I definitely think that you should try that at some point. It is difficult to get in these days, but given your proximity, it's a lot easier for you. Like me, I have to wait till I'm on the wait list to get my tickets to go there. And then it's like a whole day. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Whereas you could just be like, oh, did I get in? Did I not? And it's no big deal. But anyway, I think you would really enjoy that. And I I, will. I would. I wanted to go in London because we were supposed to go to London last month and we had to cancel our trip. But that was on my list of things. I was like, wouldn't it be fun if we just go to the studio? in London like ride with Leanne Hainsby how cool <laughs> and it's it is easier to get into the London studio as well so if you decide if there's a chance you're going back at some point that would be a good option as well yeah oh. and thank you so much for joining us today before we let you go let everybody know where they can find you in all the places and where they can find bad influencer awesome yes I'm just at Anna Roisman everywhere a-n-a-r-o-i-s-m-a-n I do a ton of celebrity impressions on Instagram and TikTok I'm known for my Chris Jenner. I also wanted to say I have uh, a newish podcast that actually just came out in January called Big Wigs, where we do some of our impressions. We talk a lot of pop culture. It's fun and crazy. And and yeah, you can follow that. And then definitely check out Bad Influencer. Again, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and it just came out. So go leave them a review because I know that they would appreciate it. It helps, right? You guys know that. Absolutely. For sure. and, and yeah, and find me and say hi on the leaderboard. <laughs> on Peloton. The, the soup, soup queen. queen. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope I get five followers. That's going to be so fun. <laughs> You'll have to update us. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank Thank you you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me uh, on all the socials and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And rowing. And running. <laughs>